This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, let's do it. It is uh, it's left 10 o'clock as we record this. I will tell you, Al Duke's nice to see you again. Uh, I was very intrigued yesterday. We don't need to recap it or anything, but I was very intrigued by the uh, the podcast with Spike yesterday, so much so that I put on my phone. Now, I've told you this before. I have all notifications off. Correct. Yep. Text messaging, off. Uh, Twitter messaging, off. Phone calls even are on silent. So like, I don't like to be bothered. Um, I only turn them on at night because I'm concerned I'm going to sleep through the alarm, which is why sometimes on the warm-up show my phone will go off, and then I silence it for the rest of the day. But I put the notification on when the new Alan Jerry podcast was uploaded. Oh, is that right? So I was sat there. I was waiting for it. As soon as it was ready, I listened. That's kind of a cool feature that Spotify has. Uh, yes. Uh, cool. I thought uh, Spike gave me some good answers on things that I wasn't really thinking about uh, for a couple of the sure. things. Like the four, my uh, idea of two-hour shows instead of four-hour shows, shortening commercial breaks, uh, he he had good answers for very long detailed answers too. Yeah, very, very detailed, thought very yeah. thought out. Yeah, so he did get me thinking in a different way than I. I'm sure I'll forget about it, and in a couple months I'll be screaming about the same stuff. I do think though, and this goes beyond what you were talking about yesterday. More so, a management to employee relationship or perspective. I do think while a lot of times we think one way out here without having all the actual information in front of us, yeah. numbers, ratings, rent, like whatever the case may be, contract status of certain people. I think it's just it's hard to know exactly what the hell is going on back there, even though we feel like we do. Yeah. You know? So it's good to hear management come out like he did and, and talk about it stuff. It is. I ran down the hall. It was probably 940. Mm-hmm. I just said, hey, I go, Jerry's out. I go, do you have any interest in coming on and talking about the state of sports radio? He goes, sure. Yeah. I go, you don't mind coming on? I could ask you any questions. He goes, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, he's great. Yeah, he, he didn't say, don't ask this. No. no. Uh, that doesn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, so that was cool. He's also, he's very well spoken. Very well spoken. Very and well he, spoken. you could tell he's been thinking about this stuff sure. for a long time. What do you do tomorrow, Eddie again? Uh, yes, I'll probably go back to Eddie tomorrow. Okay, all right. And he has told me. He's, he's always said, he, he actually, it was Eddie's idea months ago, back even if, probably before the summer, he goes, hey, if one of the times when Jerry's out, if you ever want to interview Spike or 
Olive or let me know. He goes, I won't be offended. Yeah, this yeah. might be interesting. I was like, huh. And then I had all these sports radio thoughts that I wrote down on my phone in my notes just on my own. And I was mm-hmm. like, huh, I can ask him about all Why not things. do it? Why not do it? Yeah. I. You know, it's funny because I was going to try last week. So the the... I think he's the producer, but he's kind of a co-host now in Dallas on the the morning show with Sean and RJ. I saw that he did the show from Tampa from his hotel room. And so I, I messaged him on Twitter. I'm like, hey, I see, and he posted the setup. I'm like, I see your setup. I said, I can't work from these hotels because there's no hardwired internet. How the hell are you doing this? And he wrote back what he did was he had a his internet. He tethered off his phone. Okay. And he had some kind of wireless connection that he was able to um, put a case. He was able to get a cable into, it wasn't a Comrex. I don't know what the hell it was. But it basically took the wireless signal and turned it into a hard wire, even though it's still coming from your phone. And he said it stayed connected the entire four hours. Wow. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This technology is amazing. But why can't I figure it out? I don't know. I don't need to, you know, I would love to work tomorrow morning, honestly. Great. I'll get up. Some hotels do still have hardwired in the room, but it's rare. It's rare, and they're also turned off. They're not active. Oh, right. Like the one I was in last week, uh, where was I? Northwestern. So I obviously went to the score, but when I got there, I saw saw an Ethernet jack going to the TV, or it it was behind the TV, and I plugged it in, and there was nothing. Like, Just dead. There's nothing there. I'm like, all right. And it was, they turn them off. Yeah. It's all wireless. Hmm. So, oh, well. How about that? Yeah. Uh, quick update, Jerry, and then I won't bother you with this story anymore, but I figured I had to uh, give a conclusion to it. I did go back to try to put contacts in my eyeballs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a different girl this time, uh, which I'm sure was what done. What did you send her? I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure, which was done on purpose because the previous girl is the one who booked me with this other girl. Sure. But well, maybe she thought, hey, maybe uh, this this woman will help. I was I was there for an hour and fifteen minutes. I could not. I finally got one contact in. Even rolling your eyes down. Well, they told me not to do that. Oh, that they doesn't did tell work. You not yeah, to do I tried. She's like, if you want to try it, it, it did not work. I could not do it, Jerry. So what are you going to do? So I, uh, this woman worked with me for an hour and fifteen minutes. This is how bad it got. I somehow got one in. Okay. An hour into it. First of all, my eyes were killing me. They're yeah. open. They're... Then I couldn't get it out. <laughs> and then I was moving it around so much, it disappeared in my eye. Oh, no. To which I had to go to the eye doctor. That was, it's in the, you know, in the building. Went to the eye doctor. He put numbing drops in my eye, then put his finger in my eye and dug it out. I go... Check, please. I'm going to get glasses. Yep. Then I went right next door, purchased my glasses. Can't you get, like, really lightweight glasses so they're not bothering yeah, you? Yeah, well, these that I got are, are definitely, okay. I, you know, when I purchased these glasses, I was like, wow, these feel sturdy. Little did I know that meant heavy. <laughs> so I, I did order glasses. I All said, right. I just, they're not for me. But I felt weird because both uh, the doctor and both women who tried to help me really were seemed legitimately surprised like that my my thought is the percentage of people that go in for contacts that end up not getting them seems very low right and i feel like Like i'm 95 out of 100 no problem (laughs) yeah 
Well, you are special. It, it was really just weird. Only I you. tried my best, Only Jerry. you. So that's tried a my contact. Best. So that's At least she gave it a try. Gave it a try. I was very polite. Good. I didn't lose my temper. I had told the new girl, I said, listen, I had a bit of a meltdown when I was here. She goes, what do you mean? Oh, she knew. Right. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Your ass. You know exactly what happened. That's why you're sitting here and the other one's not. I fell for it, too. <laughs> I didn't think that. Oh, what do you, uh, in what way? Yeah. So uh, I'm a glasses guy from here yeah, on out. Yeah, you're going to have to be. That's okay. Yes, it's okay, Jerry. Uh, I'm going to do it. Uh, so, okay, uh, a couple other things I wrote down that have come up. You know how I follow all these food people on uh, mm-hmm. Instagram? Yeah, of course. You know, and most of the people, almost everybody I follow, they're into what are the ingredients you're eating and whole foods better, of course. Less ingredients, the better the yep. food. I do follow this one guy who is, in fact, a doctor. Okay. He's in his 50s. He looks in ter- terrific shape. He's very much into meats, like okay. eating meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he High protein diet. Yeah. Well, he's meat, fruits, raw honey, maple syrup. Those Hold are on a things. second. What is this called? What is this diet called? I don't know if it has a name. My, my, my barber, that's exactly what he's doing. Swears. So by I don't know it. if this guy ha- if it's a name or this is it, it is it, a it, name. the carnivore diet. I think he calls it. Yes, but they're yes, but when you only include meat and fruit, yeah, there's something else. I'm going to find out. So it's uh, yeah. It's so so to him, he's eating meat, red meat. Yep. And then he's getting his carbohydrates through fruit. Yep. Raw honey and maple syrup. That's yep. it. Yep. So he's not eating any grains. He's not eating any potatoes. Correct. And he was, so my guy did a lot of research on this. Yeah. And the research tells him that the grains and the bean, all these things are what uh, leads to premature death and aging. And that a lot of what we're being told is wrong. Now, the thing, the problem I have with this, and he, it's called the ancestral diet. Okay. I don't know if this guy uses that term, but that this is what he's doing. That's it. Meat, fruit. And honey, he didn't say anything about syrup, but meat, fruit, honey, that is it. That's all he eats. So he has a steak. It's hilarious. He has a steak for his mid-morning meal, and then he has a steak and a, a ton of fruit all day and a steak for dinner. He's like, I love, he goes, he goes to me, he goes, what's your favorite fruit? I'm like, pizza. He goes, what if you could have pizza for lunch, for brunch and dinner every day? And you could, I'm like, that sounds phenomenal. He goes, that's how I feel. So he's been on it, has been losing weight like crazy. This doctor's theory, Jerry, on plants yes, is that plants do not want to be eaten yes, and thus have defense chemicals. Yes, this is it. I'm telling you, this is it. And that they're actually bad for you yes. in the long run. Yeah, he's got different words for what what is in the plants. This guy just told me he's lost 11 pounds in the last eight days just since I've seen him last. Yeah. He swe- and he says he feels great. I don't buy that. He says he feels great because the sugar and the and the fruit keeps him going. Tons of water, which keeps him hydrated, and he just he like he looks forward to his steak. He has some chicken, but mostly red meat. I and was I I've never heard of the defense chemicals in plants. I never heard of it either until last week when he told me about this. He said the he basically called it poison. He's pretty much telling you don't even eat vegetables. Correct that. The fruit is good because that's what the plant wants you to eat. Okay. It's putting out the fruit for you to eat it. Yes. The other things 
our defense chemicals. The plants do not want to be in. That's mm-hmm. why, like you mentioned, beans, rice. Terrible, apparently. That, yeah, they, they don't want any part of it. So my, here was my question to him, though, okay. which he did not have an answer for. All right. Uh, maybe this guy does. I've been following him a little I while. I hope so. So I said, I hear you, everything you're saying. I said, and listen, we've been down this road before with all yeah. these crazy diets. They're all great for a while. I said, maybe you have hit gold. I'm not going to say that you haven't. However, I said, why is it that the people that live longest, and it's documented, this is not an opinion, are people that are on the Mediterranean diet, which is nothing but beans and vegetables and fish. He's like, yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah, this guy has not addressed that, that that I've seen. That would be, now you want to tell me this is better than keto? Great. You want to tell me it's better than Weight Watchers? Gotcha. Better than a vegetarian diet? Okay. Why is the Mediterranean diet have the longest lifespan? Yeah. And that is, that's pretty much documented. He also has like, well, like people will write in questions and, and ask about uh, potatoes and rice. And his thing is like when he brings up so he said with potatoes, he goes, if you absolutely have to have a potato, you do not eat the skin because that's where these defense chemicals Which are. Which supposedly is where all the nutrients are, right. of course. You don't eat the skin and, as he said, quote, cook the shit out of it so that it's you're killing anything. And then with the rice situation, he said he doesn't like rice, but white rice is better than brown rice. Oh, my God. Right. What, what do we do? What? How do? What are we supposed to do? I don't do know. I really don't know. See, so my other question to him would be: Now, eleven pounds in eight days, like great, but is it eleven pounds in eight days because you're not consuming any calories? Right. Like if you're eating a steak, how many calories is in a is in a six ounce steak? Two hundred, three hundred, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So if you're having two of those and just fruit, you can't be consuming more than a thousand or twelve hundred calories a day. Yeah, the other thing I don't understand with this, the the higher protein diet, like they're like, you know, eat steak, mm-hmm. eat eggs. I eat, I have four eggs every day for lunch. Right. I'm starving after it. Like, I'm not satiated by, yeah. like if I have just a steak mm-hmm. and no carb with it, I'm, be hungry. I'll be hungry. So I don't know how these guys are doing it. When well, I think, seven, what do they say? Seven days, I think. Seven days it takes your body to become acclimated to what you're feeding it. Oh, is that right? That's supposedly. But the hard part for most people is getting to that seventh day. Yeah. And then at that point, your body supposedly becomes more used to the routine. And you will feel fuller faster. For me, I can't get through two days eating like that because I got so much crap in the house. And, you know, even something like last night, which was fine, you know, not that I horribly, but get home last night, from basketball for my son and you know my wife's got pulled pork on the table with this now and i bought the bread for her for sandwiches this amazing gigantic thing of italian bread and she's got these um she's got onion rings and french fries on the table and then god bless her and then she's she goes to me she goes i know you're not eating this stuff you want me to just make you a salad i'm like no i'm good yeah i'll have that i mean i'm not gonna have all of it but I had the I had the pulled pork. I had a small little sliver of the bread, not a gigantic piece. Then I had two onion rings. I'm like, I was hungry though after yeah. that because I didn't eat the rest of the stuff. But I'm like, I I can't sit down and have lettuce and tomatoes. Well, you guys are eating this in front of me. 
It's tough. It really well, is. Well, it's weird when you look at that stuff and you look at like let's say the pulled pork. Yeah. The pulled pork isn't the problem. It's probably the sauce that is. On oh, for sure. It, right. Well, so I bought. It's funny because I bought that pulled pork because it was there was no sauce in it. It was a smoked pulled pork that was nutritionally, I don't think, terrible. Um, there was no sauce. You had to add your own sauce in. So we put that on the table, and Joseph added his own. I put very little just to dip, but not. I didn't. Oh, well, and that probably it. was not bad. No, but it's also not. I still had a piece of bread with it, and I did have two big onion rings. You know? Yeah. Again, I don't think that dinner was more than 500 calories. It couldn't have been. I didn't eat enough. But my point is, if my idea is to come home and really make a salad and have a, ba- a plain baked potato or something really light, that's what I'm contending with. Right. That's, what's, that's what you're smelling when you walk in yeah. the door. Yeah. Like, yeah. was it Monday night? She made it tremendous. Uh, my parents... We didn't do gifts this year for Christmas. My mom could not help herself, though. She's like, there's no way I couldn't get you anything. So she sent us this gigantic box of Omaha steaks or whatever, and then it was burgers. So Monday, Kim makes, you know, burgers. And it was the same type of thing. I had bought soup that I was just going to have for dinner. (laughs) That sounds sad, right? Yeah. Burgers versus soup. I didn't know what she was doing. I was just going to have soup, and that was going to be that. And so I smell the kitchen. I'm like, what are you making? She goes, I'll heat up your soup. I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, oh, I'm making the boys cheeseburgers. I'm like, oh, my God. And it smelled so good. And she made cheeseburgers and mac and cheese. I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, you're killing me. But then again, I got two kids that need to gain weight and need to, so it's fine for them. But it's it's not easy. Yeah. Not easy. Not if it's in your house. No. It's like I got to eat by myself at another time. I can't wait to uh, use, you know, if a, if a vegan or vegetarian tells me I shouldn't be eating meat, I can't wait to use the... Plants have defense chemicals in yeah. them. They don't want you eating them. Defense. And I'd love to know where that research comes from. Yeah, me too. Like, who talked to the plants? Like, where do we come up with that? Well, no, I think they they look at what's in the plants and decide that those chemicals that are in the plants are, are yeah, self-defense chemicals. Okay, I mean. Very strange. It is an ancestral diet. That's what okay. it's called. Uh, another interesting thing I saw on one of the food women that I follow. She did a podcast. I didn't listen to the podcast, but I thought it was interesting. She was showing all her direct messages about it. This idea that when women go on birth control pills Mm -hmm. or go off of birth control pills. So either you're just starting and going on birth control pills or you've been on birth control pills and you get off. the, The man you are attracted to is quite different. And that women who get in a relationship, they get on birth control pills, they're on birth control pills for a while, they get married, they get off birth control pills, they can't believe they married this guy. <laughs> like, that's how much it oh my adjusts the hormone levels. Yeah. And she had so many screenshots from women writing to her saying this happened. I can't believe I married this guy. It's really weird. Yeah, Like saying... Uh, I was never attracted to this type of guy until I got on birth control pills, and now that I'm off it, no interest in this person. I mean, it does explain certain things. Yeah. There's a reason why relationships go south quickly. They say those birth control pills are very screwy. I'm sure they are. You know, you're you're playing around with... Yeah, your insides. Those hormone levels and... Yeah, well, I mean, drugs in general really can alter a lot. 
inside a body. I always thought it was strange and still don't understand when they would tell, like when you would see commercials for birth control pills and they would say, women who smoke should not go on birth control pills. Like, what is that interaction? I have no idea. I, I, it's a great question. And you know there's been plenty that have. Oh, for sure. Plenty oh. that have. Please. No doubt. No doubt. I, dude, I don't know, man. That was real. I, I, I'm somewhat interested in now. I feel like I want to listen to that podcast, but it's two women talking about birth control pills. Why don't you try this? Give Gina birth control <laughs> pills, then take her off them, and then see if she's still talking to you. <laughs> yeah, dude. All I'll tell you is that we got, and we've discussed this before, as we've gotten older, and as people have become freer with their personal lives, I think that's probably the best way to put it. More open, right? Meaning that way? Yeah. And when I say freer, I mean free talking. Yeah. People like to tell you what's going on in their lives, but very open. The more you are learning, a lot of of couples are 100% miserable with one another. And it's just, there was, oh, I forgot to get it, damn it. So do you remember, oh, man, he used to play on the Patriots. I'm blanking out on his name. What position? Nose tackle. Uh, Vince Wilfork. Oh, yes. Did you see this with Dan Lebetard? I did. So it's funny, sad, whatever you want. The Lebetard's talking about how open he was with his wife and how great it is that you guys, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, well, we got divorced like two years ago or three years ago now. But, you know with another woman now and things are great. But I thought his, I thought his quote in there was exactly what I'm talking about, where he says it actually ended fine. He goes, we really just kind of became friends. We're great parents and we get along. I actually think that's a lot of couples. Yeah. But most don't know. Most aren't going to have that split and they're not going to separate, you know, but I tell you, I talk to a lot of people, people hate each other. (laughs) Like, they're married. They're yeah. supposed to love one another. They despise the sight of the other person. Yeah. And it's bizarre. The more people that tell you these things, oh, my God. Yeah, that was a, an interesting clip. Yes. It's like, oh, Vince, I love how you're so loving and all this stuff with your wife. You guys get along so well. It's really refreshing to see. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we, yeah, well, we didn't make it. <laughs> like, oh, boy. But I got a new wife now. I know. Right. It's been quite a while, so much so that I'm remarried already. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. That's yeah. why that second marriage could actually turn out to be a better marriage if, in fact, you don't have kids with it. You know, because I think in a lot of cases, that's what happens. Everything changes when you have kids for most people. Oh, for sure. The kids become the priority, as they There's probably should be. not even a doubt. Yeah. And they have to be. Right. And they have to be. So it's, um, and also too, I think you run into, and I know this from people that have told me this, I have one really good friend of mine that's struggling bad right now because his wife has been out of work for, it was before the pandemic. So that was what, 2020? Yeah. So you're probably talking, she hasn't worked since like 17 or 18. And she's now going through, and he feels bad for her. She's going through a time where she doesn't feel relevant. She feels like she's just mom. And he will tell her, we'll go get another job. Well, who's going to raise the kids? They don't have enough money for health care like that. And it's like, because it's basically tearing our marriage apart. She's never happy. I understand why she's not happy, but there's nothing I can do about it other than me quit my job and let her go work. Yeah. He goes, but she's not going to make what I make right now. And then we're really going to struggle. It's a problem. I feel bad for him. Maybe she just came off birth control pills. I. That's maybe. what I heard. Who knows? I, that I don't know. 
That I don't know. You got to be careful with these birth control pills. If anyone else has that experience, DM me. I'm curious. <laughs> Did your wife leave you after you, she got on or off birth control pills or your girlfriend? What happened to you? You are butt ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Did you change or are these pills? <laughs> I'd be very curious to hear from guys that that happened to. That's got to be a horrible feeling. Yeah. For both. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I have no interest in the other person and to find out they have no interest in you. Right. And for you as the guy who I imagine never took birth control pills, haven't changed. Yes. Which is one of the harder things to, to deal with. That's why a lot of women do not want to go on birth control pills. Get you crazy. Sometimes. And tequila, apparently. Tequila. I'm finding that too. Tequila and birth control. We had this pills. conversation at dinner a few nights ago. Someone was saying, I have one shot of tequila and I've become a different person. <laughs> I'm like, really? It mellows me out. Yeah. I really does. A lot but of you're people... sipping it though, right? Yes. Yeah. But even if I had a shot, no different had taking one shot rather than sipping a glass. It never, it, I don't have, it, that effect does not come over me like this woman was saying. And her friends apparently too. Funny. They get horned nope. up? No, they get uh, hyped up and nuts. Nuts. Yeah, they, we didn't get into that part. Yeah, I'm always curious. Like, it is weird how different alcohols affect people differently. Like, some people get very angry on gin. Oh, interesting. Right? Or like how I would black out if I drink vodka. I saw that, yep. Yeah. That is well, true. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> you bobbing up and down with your eyes closed in the middle of the dance floor <laughs> on a chair with people dancing around you and completely oblivious to what was going on. Yes. <laughs> that was weird. You know what? Even back, luckily back then, we had phones on our cameras on our phones, yes. but it wasn't like. It wasn't like it is now. It wasn't like it is now, no. You'd be a meme right now. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I know there's, like, one kind of blurry picture. Like, it's not a lot out there. Now it's better than the phone, than the cannons we had. Yeah, right. It'd be videoed ago. in HD. Oh, my gosh. So That'd true. Trouble. All right, Jerry. Oh, by the way, um, I see Stephen A. Smith on my TV. Yeah, is he coming in? Uh, no, I guessed on Howard today. Really? Because he'd be, that would, this would be the time to get him. He's yeah. promoting this book. And I saw him on with uh, Good Morning America 3 yesterday. And he's a, uh, he's an Odyssey uh Right. Podcasting it. And this is selling a book. So this wouldn't be talking sports. Right. His, they talked to him about his upbringing. His, his life with his mom and his dad were fascinating on TV. And it really was, uh, really makes you think. I may have to go download this on the uh, Sirius app. Yeah. I would. interview. I would. I'm I'd sure he'd be fascinating with yeah. him. So pretty good. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm up show. Uh, we'll CeeLo tomorrow. CeeLo tomorrow. I will be on at a Thursday. East Lansing tomorrow. We'll see you on a Friday there. I will Jerry, be here for Friday. cool games. Divisional weekend. Yes, sir. Seal. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. 
Learn more at marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go, it's 5.02, it's nice to have you with us, it's uh, what they call the hump day, it's Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. The Eddie Scary, what is up, you volunteer, right? uh, Al, Timmy Dukes, what's up? Oh, good morning, Jerry, it's good to have you back, uh, I know you were sipping champagne and eating caviar. I wasn't doing that. Yeah, on your that. day off yesterday because you were enjoying that. your Dallas Cowboys victory. I they, did enjoy the win the other night. They looked pretty good. They looked very good after the first terrible couple of possessions. Yeah. Uh, the first two. I was, uh, yes, everything they did was quite well. You had to be feeling yourself when you were watching that game. Uh, no, I wasn't feeling myself. I was watching the game. I yeah. mean, that would have been weird to be doing that. I mean, it could have been, but I wasn't. Wow, squishy, you just squishy. made the motion. That was just strange. Uh, no one can see a Jerry under this table. <laughs> Would you do whatever you want under the table? Um, but no, it was it was really good. I thought that they harassed Tom Brady all night. They sure I did. The one take that I find comical, and everyone has it, so clearly I'm alone on this one. This notion that Tom Brady can't play anymore to me is hysterical. He can't play because his team stinks. I mean, I, I thought the Cowboys were all over him the other night. I uh, didn't have many sacks. I think only two late. But they hurried him nonstop. I thought defensively they played well. And, yeah, I mean, he doesn't look good, but the team doesn't look good. They haven't been been right all season. I think they're not a good team. Yeah, and they were only in the playoffs because the other teams in their division also stink on ice. They were 8-9. They were really 8-8. They didn't play the last week against the Falcons. But, I don't know. To me, he still has great arm strength, and he can still throw the ball. So, I think he'll be fine next year when he's wherever he's going to be. And he's going to be somewhere. He is going to be somewhere. Now, I keep hearing like uh, there's like uh, seven teams that have been listed as like okay. potential Tom Brady landing spots. Is Tampa one of them? Or is yeah, that Tampa's just, one it of is. them. Tampa's say. one of the seven that, okay. I've, that I've seen. Um, the weirdest one I saw was Carolina. Like, Yeah, he's not going to Carolina. Uh, that's not a that's real a, franchise. That's terrible. And they're also not good. And they're not good. You mm-hmm. hear that? They're like, he and Sean Payton are going to team up and go to Carolina. No. Now, other, I could see him teaming up with Sean Payton. Yes. I could see and that. And going to Miami. I could see that. Anywhere. I could see that. I didn't think of that. But Sean Payton's not going to Carolina. No. Then the other weird one I always see, and it comes up every time Tom Brady does this, which is his boyhood team was the San Francisco 40. If I asked you right now, Jerry, do you want to bring Tom Brady in and get rid of Brock Purdy? Or do you want Brock Purdy to start? No, I would stick with Brock Purdy. Me too. You got something good. You yes. might have the quarterback. You might. I, I don't know. He's had a really good start to his season. Yeah. Um, but Scott Mitchell was really good down the stretch in Detroit. And then the Dolphins signed him to a big contract, and he was terrible. So I don't want to jump the gun on Brock Purdy. Yeah. But he looks really good. And that's a team where 
They're defensively, they're always going to be good. They've got great playmakers offensively. I wouldn't screw around with the Niners uh, personally. Well, what, what would you screw around with the Dolphins, or do you? Because they need with, a quarterback. Tua's so you, not Tua. I don't think Tua should ever play again in the NFL. Really? No. You're banning him. You're banning. Not banning him. He had three concussions in half of a season, mm. and any time he gets hit, I would. Fe- I'm not being. I don't think this is being dramatic. Like I would fear for his life every time he takes a hard hit. Why doesn't Tom Brady teach that dude just how to get like two steps? It's not the way he, it. It's not the way he plays. I know they got. He's got to readjust. Hard to do. So I think Miami makes sense because I think I really do. I think they need a quarterback. I think uh, hmm, where else? I don't know. Where, the give Jets me were on the list. I know. I'd love him with the Jets. <laughs> that would be phenomenal. Yeah. Like to me, if I was Tom Brady and I could go to the Jets and I could win one time. I mean, you want to talk. I mean, he's had storybook endings already that he's basically said this would be the way to go out. No, I want more. This would be the way to go out. Yeah. That would be incredible. Beat down uh, Bill Belichick. Oh, my gosh. In the playoffs. I really do think that would be something. Yeah. I think it was I saw uh, Bucks, Jets, Carolina, Niners, the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders keep coming up. They're not a bad team. They're not a good team. I don't know. That's an interesting one. Do the Patriots come up at all, or that's a foregone conclusion that he's not going back there? I don't think I've seen that. They may have been one of the seven teams, because right now I can't think of the other two. All right. Because I do feel like that was out there a few weeks ago. But Yeah, that that he and Bill Belichick would, as they say, Jerry, run it back. Yeah. I think if you've got a team that's got playmakers and you're, you're ready to win defensively, I think he I, – I would take him. I would. Now, there was uh, talk yesterday, and I went – I didn't notice it during the actual game, probably because I wasn't watching, and I watched the highlight package. That usually is how that goes. <laughs> but a beautiful YouTube highlight package on the Bucks, uh cowboys And there was uh, Tom Brady being called out for being very dirty, Jerry. Oh, the trip. Oh, yeah. It wasn't even a tr- – that was, was like a – a trip s- attempt. A trip attempt, but not just like the guys going by you and just like, he – slid like he yeah. was sliding in the second base and tried to trip. It was like a slide tackle in soccer. Yes. Except he kind of missed him. He did. Or luckily, he missed yeah. him. I agree, yeah. But it was a Dallas safety Malik hooker. Yeah. She's a hooker. Uh, and no, then the, not. the play was uh, eventually called a, not a fumble anyway. Right. But, this was uh, the one where it was a Godwin who got tackled. The ball came out when his back hit the ground. Yeah. And then they returned. That would have, they might have shut them out if that play stood. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, and I didn't notice that live watching yeah. it. I noticed it afterwards. People started reposting it. It was unbelievable. I watched it so many times in a row because it was so fast. That is a weird thing with him, and he weird. does do some dirty crap yes. on the field. You dirty. And what I don't understand is he knows what his status is in the league. Right. He's also smart enough to know that video replay. And social media is going to pound him with this over and over. Like, why would you? Uh, he must not know. be thinking in the moment. Like, uh, well, he must be so angry. Clearly. That there's I mean, a turnover that he's now going to slide in. That's why a lot of good people do some really stupid things in yeah. the heat of the moment sometimes. That is true. Well, we wouldn't have to worry about him doing that in the playoffs, Sherry. He's out. They're out. Yes. They're I was out. happy it was decisive, too, for the yes. Cowboys. Like, just to win would have been great. But the, I really, you know, you didn't want to win 9-6 or have one of these terrible games where they look like crap again like they did on the first two series. 
I was happy that they actually got it going and looked like a good team. And I'm loving the NFC East, Jerry, where the beasts of the East, it's yeah. the Eagles, it's the Giants, it's the Cowboys. Well, they were one of, one of, if not the best division all season long, so it makes sense. Now, I've heard that one of those teams isn't going to move on. Well, when two of them are playing one another, exactly. correct. That's not going to work exactly. out that way. But there will be still two teams left in the playoffs. Well, maybe only one if the Cowboys lose. Only one. Oh, right, San Francisco. Oh. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking in my head that they, they've they played already this no! week. No! Are you kidding? This is a tough game, man. Yeah. This, this is, is going to be a, I want to go so bad, too. This is going to be a great uh, weekend of matchups other than Jags-Chiefs. This, this is the first time since, and we know how well this worked out, since 07 that I desperately want to go to the game. You want to go out to Santa Clara? I do. I, re- I really, like, I would go 6 a.m. Sunday morning, and I'd fly back Sunday night. Like, I really want to go to the game, but and then getting back here in time for Monday doesn't make sense, and it's just, it doesn't work. No, it'd be weird, Jerry, if this game ends with the catch two. No, it wouldn't. To no, no, that wouldn't be. No, 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 no. Eat it. Now, if you want to tell me it's Dak Prescott to Dalton Schultz cutting across the back of the end zone, yeah, like a fair enough. I don't want to see George Kittle soaring through the air in the back of the end zone <laughs> oh, we got with it. 52 seconds. You know, the thing about that game, too, if you remember, there was still plenty of time on the clock, and your guy, Danny White, hits Drew Pearson. I think it was Drew Pearson. Maybe Tony Hill. I forget. Over the middle, and he was gone. He just gets caught down. Oh, is that right? And they were still in position to kick a field goal, and then they bought, was it the snap, or he got sacked? I forget. But they fumbled the ball at like the, I want to say they were at like the Niners 45-yard line. Something like that. Like they had a chance to still win that game. Yeah. He makes a great pass. Oh, Think about how different his career is. If they win that game, go to the Super Bowl, and they beat the Bengals. Yeah. Like Danny White was one of the best quarterbacks that didn't win the Super Bowl. I love Danny White. He played in a lot of big games. I love Danny White, Jerry. I know, I know, I know. So, yeah, I would love to. You want to go? We'll go at 6 a.m. Sunday. And we'll come right back, and we'll come right to work right well, from it. Probably I'm sure, not. For, if you would do it, I would do it. No, I, I can't Why? do it, Terry. I Why? I, 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 Why? I, I, I like to watch TV on my couch. But I like would, to watch but, these but games. This is your childhood team. Yeah. Can you think of a better What if I got his credentials? And we covered the game. No. I can't. I can't. I don't like flying. Oh, come on. You wouldn't do this for Cowboys Niners? No, not unless I was off all next week. Oh. I would need a full week to recover. No, no, we're coming right to work. No, that's what I mean. I can't, I can't do no, that. No, 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 We're coming right to work. No, I'm out. Oh, you stink. I'm out, Jerry. What do you, do you think, let me ask you this. So if I put in San Francisco, do you think we could get here in time? No. You I don't? I do not, no. Well, all right, so Sunday is what? Sunday would be the... 22nd, correct? All right. I'll take your right? word for it. We're going to leave late at night. We're going to take a 10 p.m. How about a 10 p.m. flight home? I think we get here in time. <laughs> I don't know how that time change works. I don't it's know if three we lose hours. hours, we gain hours, we show up on a Tuesday. I don't know exactly. I have a I have a nonstop flight for us, Al. 300 bucks. I'm sorry, $211. No, we're not going to get here in time. I only fly first class, Jerry. Actually, we could get here in time, but not for the warm-up show. We would land at five. Oh, yeah, no, that's 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 playing that's that's playing yourself. I know we'd have to take we'd have to call out and like take a sick day. To yeah, I don't want it. to do that. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to do that, Jerry. We got to be here to talk Giants, Eagles, to talk Cowboys, no, Niners. We'll be here to talk. We'll be here by six. 
Bills, Bengals. Nine fifteen flight of out of San Francisco. Jerry, this this warm up show is my life. Non, I do believe that actually. <laughs> Sadly, I, miss I will tell you. So yesterday, real quick. Yeah. Yesterday, I did have to do something um, mid morning, and then which is why I was off essentially, and then I had the rest of the day, and I didn't make a list of things to do, and time just passed. I felt like a piece of trash. Really, I didn't do anything. I, no good. So you're recharging. I don't. No, it's I like don't need phone. recharging. I'm fine. You got was, plugged back in. I listened to your podcast with Spike. That's what I did. Oh, that was my that was my big thing yesterday, and taking Joseph to his basketball. Yeah. Other than that, I'm like, what an unproductive waste of a day. Yeah, I don't look at it that way. I do. I, I look do. at it like, oh, it was a nice, relaxing day. No, it's not though. We'll get at it again tomorrow. We'll no. attack tomorrow. Well, you're not gonna do anything tomorrow either. I don't. I God bless you. I can't do it. I need a, I need a schedule with stuff to do. No, not me. I have one thing on the on the to do list every day, and I do one thing. Today it's laundry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yesterday was also laundry. Oh my god! You're one person. The day before, I went to the eye doctor. Why would you have two days of laundry? You wear the same pants every day. No, no exaggeration. Well, every other day, I have a, I'm, I'm on a two to three jean rotation. But so you don't, don't wash them every correct. Week. I don't wash them, but I don't. We'll, we'll do laundry every day. So you just said two it. days of laundry. I had two days of laundry. You should only. You should be a one load guy. I'm <laughs> not a one load guy, Jerry. You look like a one load guy, <laughs> and then you're done. <laughs> well, that is very true. <laughs> Anyhow, so yes, yesterday for me was blah. Was not a great day. Well, welcome to Blah, Jerry. No, you can have it. I don't like Blahville. Yeah. Well, listen, Blahville happens sometimes. Yeah. I have. Uh, I don't want to get into. Oh, so you're out on the cowboy. I'm we'll out say on that. the cowboy. You're oh, out on the cowboy Jerry, game. What if we this. took? All, what if? How about this? How about this? One last shot here. Okay. One last shot. What if we worked from San Francisco Monday morning and then flew home? Interesting. Yeah, it will still throw off my whole Come on. life. Well, then take off Tuesday. I can't for have God's my sakes. life turned around. Then take off Tuesday. It's the middle of foot playoff football. There's nothing going on midweek. It's really a Monday Friday thing. Would you not agree? Unless you want yeah. to come back and be excited to talk about the Knicks and Nets. I don't. Correct. Regular season so NBA what basketball. If, what if Spike got us into what is it? The game out there? Is it the fan? I don't even know. We have a, we have a station out there. We do. The you game. and I. You produce remotely. We do the warm-up show from out there. We do the show right to the airport. You're back in Bradley Beach by 7 p.m. Yeah. It's, it's and off Tuesday. Off. And off Tuesday. I love television. I love watching the games on TV. They're really great on TV. You know where they're better? At the stadium. No, actually, they're not. The I, I believe they're actually better. Baseball's better at not the stadium. Not big games. Not Football's big games. better in my house. Not big games. Where I have snacks. I disagree. I love foot, regular season football. I agree. Not the playoffs. All right. So you're out. I'm out. You suck. I'm out. I can't convince them. All no. Right. I'm trying. I'm, out, I'm trying. All right, 516. We'll take a quick break. We've got uh, a lot more to do because we really didn't do a whole hell of a lot there. And then Boomer and Geo, a big four hours right in your face at 6 o'clock on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, before we get to uh, the next topic, you want to feel really old? All right. Now, this happens from time to time, and we see it in the NFL with Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah. Making plays, and there's other guys, too, around the league that we've seen. So I just saw on CBS Sports Network, they were running uh, college basketball highlights. So I see that New Mexico won a game, and then they put the box, not the box score, but they put up a couple of the leading scorers from the game. Yeah. A couple of recognizable names. Sons of former players. Who we got? Jamal Mashburn Jr. You remember him, of I do course. remember the name. I don't expect sure. you to remember the next guy, but remember the name Eddie House? Nope. Played in the NBA for a long time. His son, Jalen House. So I saw the name House. I'm like, is that, is a, that's his son. These guys are about yeah, to finish kids. their college careers. Yeah. It is. And then I saw the one kid that uh, I figured who it was played the Lakers the other night, went to LeBron and said, hey, you played with my dad. Yeah. My dad played. Oh, dude. my God. It makes you feel old. Man. Oh yeah, definitely. There's a, a certain. There are other things watching sports that make you feel older, and that is like guys coming into the league, guys retiring, guys yeah. getting into the Hall of Fame, guys dying. Yeah, and Derek like, Jeter huh. for me was the one that really hit home. Yeah, just because when he broke in and became a star, I was probably. I think I'm the same age. I think I think I'm the same age as Jeter. I remember kind of watching him. Maybe he's a little old, I don't, but we're right around the same age. And then watching his whole career, which wasn't a five-year career. It was long. And then getting into the Hall of Fame after a pandemic-delayed year. Like, wow. Yeah. A lot of time's gone by. Yeah, that that's the weird one for me. When, sure is. When those, and it's always weird, too. It's like a, a player you remember coming up, then that player plays, then the player retires, that player becomes a manager. That player has a long manager career. That player retired, and you're still following every yeah thing. Like Willie Randolph, sure. Right? Willie Randolph's a guy who played second base for the Yankees. Da, 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 then he's managing. Then he's retiring from that. It's just yeah, goes fast. And yeah. though like the Peyton Manning one, just because the Peyton Manning Ryan Leaf thing was such a big thing before he was even drafted. Sure. Yeah, the buildup before the career long, had a long career, multi, a couple days, and and then long. Retired. Thankfully, we we have Tom Brady. Yes. He just keeps doing it for the old guys. Yes, keeps making us feel better. And Aaron Rodgers, perhaps, he's going to keep playing. Uh, yeah, so. it seemed, I think it's going that way. Yes. Now, the question for him is, where? He did not sound very enthused about staying in Green Bay yesterday. Well, maybe he could get a hop on one of those uh, seven teams uh, that yeah. Tom Brady. Oh, one of the odd teams on the list, someone sent it to me. The Giants. Stop it. No. No. The Gi- for who, Brady? Yeah. No. Daniel Jones is now the man here. He is. I completely agree. That's I've it. thought that for a few. I've well, yes. He went from the beginning of the year. He wasn't going to be here. Uh, Who the hell would take him to? He would have a long list of teams lining up for him. Yeah. I don't know about a long list of teams, but oh, if, yeah. if he hits free agency, yes. someone will offer him a really good deal. I don't think he's getting, you know, crazy money, meaning what Aaron Rodgers gets. Yeah. But I would think with the way the market is, I mean, I can't even going to say this, but I would think a quarterback desperate team probably offers him $40 million a year. Sure. And I don't even think that's crazy to say that. No. I don't think he'll get paid the top dollar, but he's going to be in that next level. Right. Been through the rough part of his career. Yeah. Coming out of it clearly. Can run. Can mm-hmm. throw. Toughness. Toughness. Now yeah. playoff experience. That's like the exact guy you would want yeah. if you were a team without a long-term 
quarterback solution. Like, would you be stunned if he and the Giants don't come to an agreement for some reason? And they and they let him get to free agency. No franchise, none of that stuff. And he goes to free agency and pick a team, any team that's that needs a quarterback. Carolina. Fine. And Carolina offered him four years, 160? I would not be shocked. Neither no. would I. I. 100% I wouldn't be shocked. I'd actually expect it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Hey, good for you. Hey, good for you. Yes. Now, Jerry, the Giants do head down. By the way, just for the record, yeah. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't kill Daniel Jones to just send me a personal thank you for having his back all year. I'm just, you are, you had my back, just Jerry. Just saying. No one in this town did. I did. You did. I did. But what's funny now is you hear everyone. Now, this the, the narrative now is, no one gave this guy. Ch- I did. <laughs> Everyone's doing it. I have tape to prove mine. <laughs> I feel like every show has a guy. That don't look at me. I wasn't the one. Maybe. I don't know. All I know is I had battles with people around here. Right. So You've got the tapes, Jerry. I've You've got, got your receipts. Yeah, I got receipts. Yes, I do. Now, the uh, Giants do play the Eagles this week, and Jalen Hurts uh, is playing with a shoulder injury. And interesting, he said that he's got a bounty on him every week. Yeah, I don't think he meant that the way the Saints had bounties on players. Yeah. But I think a better analogy would be an X on his back every week. We He's got to have that. You know what that means. Who's the Giants defensive coordinator? Uh, Wink Martindale. Wink Martindale. Wink Martindale. He better be over there at the Meadowlands this week going, work the shoulder. Got to get to him first. Work the shoulder. Got to get to him. When you hit him, hit him in the shoulder. I will tell you, and this is going to sound no, barbaric to say yeah. this, and more like 1960s NFL. If this was 1960, mm-hmm. I would think part of the game plan would be one of those sacks, yeah. body weight falls on him, shoulder body into blow. the turf. Yeah, I hate to say that, but I could see 30 years ago, Oh yeah, I could see that being part of the game plan. Yeah. And get the guy out. Definitely. But I would go. And the shoulder's a great one because it's, it's not going to look like you're working the shoulder. Like if I said to you, Jerry, he's got a bad toe. And I said, work the toe. Yeah, it would look ridiculous guy, if you saw a guy ridiculous. ripping the guy's foot. Yeah. You're stomping on his toe, Jerry. That. <laughs> now you're just popping a guy in the shoulder? like oh, a. It's really just a tackle. Shoulder to shoulder, right, yeah. just a tackle. You got to get to him. Giving him the business, though, Jerry, when he's down there on the shoulder, the business. And I do think one of the big questions, and I think it'll be answered within the first couple of series, is how healthy is he? If he's healthy, he's going to run when he has the opportunity to. If he's not... He's just going to get rid of the football and live for the next play. And they hate that he's different then. It's not the same player. Right. He's still a great player, but it's not MVP-like player. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. This is a big one. I I seen... don't think the Giants are going to win. Really? But I think they've got they've got a good shot, too. Do you believe in this? Uh, the, and this is what I've heard from Mr. Boomer Esiason to Mr. Evan Roberts. Not that he played. But... <clears throat> The narrative of you can't beat a team three times in a season, and what the Eagles no, have beat the Giants twice—that no, it's that. a gimme win for the Giants. That's what no, I think. I don't believe that at all. What? No, I don't believe that. Hmm. No, you think each time you go, you think it's like flipping a coin. Each time you go out there, it doesn't matter what happened previous. I don't think it matters. No, I so don't. Like when I go up to the roulette wheel in Atlantic City and I see that it's come out red nine times. I'm betting on black. No, because each, the reality each is each role is its own role. Right. So no, I don't believe that. Uh let's see, because there's I think I saw this. I want to see if there's anything here. Ba 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 ba. Since nineteen seventy. So here's your number. 
That's when I was born. Since 1970, when the AFL and NFL merged, 24 instances of teams meeting three times in a season after one team won the first two. The team that won the first two games has won the third matchup 15 of 24 times. What? So you can take your myth and stick it where the sun don't shine. That's why it's so stupid when people say these things. It's really hard. Actually, it's easier, to be quite honest. That sounds you're fif- easier, Jerry. You're 15 and 9. Oh, so yeah. the odds are in The their team favor. that won the first two what? games won the third matchup 15 times, and that includes Niner Seahawks from last week. Where are we getting this other information from then? Who's spreading these Does rumors? Does it also include Bengals, um, Ravens? Uh, it does not say in this article. Good point, though. This article Man. doesn't say that. So 16 and 9. Wow. If they, yes, if they're not including that, I don't know. That changed my whole perspective that you said that. Because I was like, Giants can't lose three times in a season. Again, it's one of these the things Eagles. that we just throw out there because it looks good. Yeah. Now well, we really better work the shoulder. And I think the Mud Bowl that year was the third victory, I think, for the Dolphins over the Jets. And the Jets, yeah. <sighs> You ever see pro wrestling, Jerry? They throw a guy off the ropes and then you do a shoulder block. Just knock, of course, him. Yeah, you yeah. knock him down. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. Well, looking I don't think you're going to do that. You get kicked out of the game. No, because here's what happens. Like, let's say he uh, Jalen Hurts goes throws the ball, and you know how like the the defenders now try to hold up. Yes, of course, to, from hitting, but you just mm, shoulder, a like shoulder what, shim. Yeah, or this is what I'd really love to see. What Jalen Ramsey did to Geno Smith. Yo, you're going to the sideline, stepping out, pop shoulder I don't block. think Jalen Ramsey did anything to Geno Smith. I think Geno Smith yes. tried to do it to Jalen Ramsey, and he got knocked on his ass. Yes, he did. And there should not have been a flag on I that I agree. Play. And there should have been a flag on whatever punk that was that stuck his fingers in yeah. Jalen Ramsey's eyes. He was a punk. Yes, he was. I forget who it was. It was DK yeah, Metcalf. It was DK Metcalf. You punk. He should have been flagged. Yes. That was... The NFL. I, I love the NFL, and I hate it all at the same time. Same, Jerry. And that, you know, something like, and it didn't come back and hurt them because they won, but that Dexter Lawrence roughing the passer crap. Yeah, that really what was nonsense. total crap city. Oh, God. Terrible. Now, what are your thoughts on this? Mike McCarthy, we heard Jerry Jones yesterday when you were out. Uh, CeeLo had the audio, and now Mike McCarthy yeah. says that the Dallas Cowboys still believe in Brett Maher despite missing the four extra points, and there are no thoughts. I'm going with another kicker. How do you feel about this, Jerry? Um, I As would the Cowboy say, fan. I would say Brett Maher has been one of the best kickers in the NFL all season long. Okay, and I think, I think, you he's your kicker Sunday. That having been said, <laughs> if he misses that first extra point, you start going for two. Right now, I thought, I did think it was cool that he made the last one. I agree. Like, I agree. and on a high note. It is funny because listening to the game in my headsets as I was, I was 15 seconds ahead of television on Monday night. There were a lot of Cowboy fans there. So, like, when they score, when Dalton Schultz gets the first touchdown, there's this big roar. I'm like, oh, did he throw an interception? And it was a touchdown. Okay. So it's kind of hard to tell in big spots what the hell was going on. When he misses the first extra point, I'm like, that's weird, a roar for an extra point. And then it's because he missed it. Then the second one, I hear the roar again. I'm like, no. And he missed it again. Then the third one, I'm like, all right, that is getting comical. And then he misses the fourth one. Like, You've got to be kidding me. And you saw Dak on the sideline. Yes. Let's go for bleeping two. Like, what are we doing at this point? I want to play, since you mentioned Jerry Jones, I would like yeah. to play Good something morning, for Jerry. you. Uh, this was an analogy that Michael Irvin said to him about the Cowboys in the final minutes of the game the other night. Uh, you've, I know you didn't watch the game, but they showed Irvin in the 
sweet with Jerry Jones in All the right. final five minutes of the game. This was Jerry Jones on the fan in Dallas yesterday relaying the analogy that Michael Irvin gave of the Cowboys. Okay. Final minutes of this game. Feel free to chime in and help me out with this one, Eddie. They rub that dog's face in that blood and make sure that uh, he remembers what it uh, tasted like and what it was like. And, boy, that enhances his instincts for the rest of his time. What? So is that because it's 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 a familiar feeling of winning, and now that they've had the feeling of winning, they're going to know what to do to make it feel that way again? I, I think, unfortunately, that is a dog fighting That's reference. what I was thinking. But in, in general, yes, you're right, but specifically that's a... That's a dog fighting reference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, I don't even want to talk about it. Okay. Eddie, do you have that clip that uh, CeeLo had yesterday? This well, I'm being tongue-in-cheek. I'm real hard. That was Jerry Jones also doing I'm it. real hard. Yep, that was Jerry Jones after the game. When What was the context of that, please? He was asked the question. He started answering, and he said he, she, the woman who asked the question said she was being tongue-in-cheek. Well, I'm being tongue-in-cheek. I'm real hard. Mm-hmm. What was the context? I don't know, Jerry. It doesn't we don't matter. Know what, we no, don't know I'm what goes curious. on with that guy. He's rubbing dogs' faces in blood. No, that was not his story. That was Michael Irvin. Yes. Who's relaying. Yes. What are these guys uh, who do the show with, and they interview Jerry Jones, what is their reaction to his, some of his strange sometimes things? They're, sometimes they laugh. <laughs> Other times it sounds like they are stunned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised. Curious. Yeah. <laughs> They're great though. I mean, they're really great with him and he's good with them. So, I need a I need a book of Jerry Jones isms. Isms, yeah. I have them all he's saved. Got so he's got them all saved oh, in, his, all uh, in his system. Circumcising a cockroach. Mosquito. Or a mosquito. The mosquito. Circumcise a mosquito. Yeah, he had uh, that's interesting. All right, well, I guess I'm not gonna play that again. I didn't I never even gave that a thought that that's what that kind of yeah. referenced. We've got some guys that uh, uh, are, are uh, circumcising the fly. <laughs> Burn some wagons and float to Mississippi. <laughs> I do love the guy. I really do. Me I love too. the guy. So one of these, if, if, if I ever get to do another game for Compass Media Networks, I've got to get down on the field to yes. say hello and take a picture. They Absolutely. get a little chum going. Somebody throws out some chum and you get a little conversation going. And- Okay. Piff and butts and candy and nuts. <laughs> Should do a Jerry Jones calendar. I wish. Uh, now Tom Coughlin's the one who said burn the boats, right? That wasn't Jerry yes. Jones. Yes, burn that the is boats. Correct. Yes, that is right. I've been thinking about it a lot in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> the fun? stronger the core is, mm-hmm. the better it can take the torpedo. The best part is not everyone. I've probably cut ninety-five percent of these though, and every time I'm like, what? <laughs> So I'm like, so excited to play them. Now I'm not so excited to play the other one. The torpedo. But I do have other ones, so. All right, good. I will get to them throughout. I'm real hard. Uh, we get to suck on that all week. <laughs> I was talking about that loss to the uh, to Washington. <laughs> well, you got to be happy about that, Jerry. They they, uh-huh. bounced, they bounced back from that terrible loss to Washington. They did, and they look like the team that they were when they were at their high point. Yes. Which, by the way, you mentioned the Dak Prescott uh, and all those missed extra points, and Dak Prescott was on the sideline, yeah. and he was yelling, go for two. And then uh, someone, had, uh, I guess the, the PR staff prepped him for the postgame after that game. They must have said, hey, you were seen on the sideline. Because he addressed it, and I thought he gave such a great answer. He was saying... 
he said, you know, that he still has confidence in him. He goes, mm-hmm. look, I sucked the last week. Yeah. Which was gr- a great when point. Like, they you, were terri- like, he was terrible. I don't Biden. think you can have a better face for your franchise yeah. than Dak Prescott. I love Dak The Prescott. guy is, and that's why even when he's great, when he's not good, people magnify it. And that sucks, but that comes with the territory of being the Cowboy quarterback. I get it. He is so good for that organization. Uh, and he's gone through a lot in his life, which is why I don't think the moment's ever too big for him. So, anyway, huge fan here. All right, quick break, 539. When we come back, I was going to say we'll wrap things up, but we've got more to do. And then Boomer and Gio at 6 on the fan. Quarter to six. Nice to have you with us. Boomer and Geo coming up in 15 minutes or so. We've got, we haven't even got to half your topics. Most of you. You know, last night there was not a lot of sports going on, Jerry. No, and that's played the Spurs, but you're right. There was not much. Yeah, so I took advantage of, uh, you know, no football on that uh, I watched uh, Milf Manor. Or what you do every other night during the week. Uh, How was it? I saw it because I did see that trending on Twitter this morning. Milf Manor? Yes. I don't know. Uh, I saw it on the Discovery Plus app. Okay. Which I do love, but I know they're going to ruin it because they're combining it with HBO at some point this year. Right. I know they're going to completely ruin it. So I'm enjoying it now. MILF Manor, Jerry. It's MILFs. I hope so. (laughs) Looking for love. They go to this resort area. The MILFs all come out one at a time. They meet the other MILFs. They're sizing up the other MILFs. And then uh, they're all there to meet younger men because we've really reached the dregs of society yeah. at this point, have we not? Because Jerry, they have high libidos. These milfs, the milfs they've chosen for this show, high libidos. Okay. So here's the twist, though. Uh, when the men all come out as a group, all please don't tell me one of the guys is a son of one of the other one of the moms. They're all sons of the moms. Oh, this is. I mean, what are we doing? So they're all, each one of the MILFs, unbeknownst to them, at the start of the program, all the other available young men are sons of the other moms. Got it. So it's making it for some interesting conversation. Uh, these are really young. It's really pathetic, actually. <laughs> What's funny is this was a, a joke on 30 Rock many years ago. Mm-hmm. It's, but instead of MILF Manor, they... There was a, a fake reality show that NBC was pitching called MILF Island. It was a bunch of MILFs go to an island. But th- this and here is we essentially are. the same thing. Yeah, sounds like it. Okay. Yeah, and all the MILFs have appear to have fake breasts. That was my take take on it. <laughs> you started feeling yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. Because it's weird because most Is there of- any part of you that looks in the mirror and says, what am I watching? Uh, yeah, last like, night. Last night, at, like the ID channel night. stuff, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, those mysteries. are, I think, I think depressing. But I can see getting locked in, mm-hmm. and these things actually do happen. This is smut crap. This is smut like, crap. What is this? It, well, exactly. You've like, you've nailed it. You're a grown ass man. What are yeah. you doing? But I will say, at, at some point, it did make me feel better in that while I was watching this show, and the milfs would come out, they were my age. Normally, these dopey reality shows I'm watching, like, 23-year-old hot chicks come out. That feels creepier. Did than... you find yourself attracted to them? Not really. Really? Yeah, that was a, that was a rough part of the show. Hmm. Because you know why they're all... They have all had uh, lots of work done, and it's pretty apparent. Okay. Pretty apparent, Jerry. Right. I, I, I don't know what to say other than I'm not interested. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm, um, I'll see how it goes. It's not going to be one of these shows where it's like, I can't wait for the next episode. But if there's nothing else on there at night, I'll probably still check out Did Milf you- Island. Did you reach your porn limit for the day? Like when you watch this? <laughs> no, I like, just, I'm just wondering what is the appeal of watching this the show? The appeal was I I there was I, Nothing I've seen else on. everything <laughs> I wanted on Netflix. I've seen everything I wanted on ID channel. So I was like, ah, let me I'll give this a shot. It's trending topic. Did you watch the Madoff docuseries? I did. What did you think? I started watching. I fell asleep on the first episode. Yeah, I, I thought it was a little slow, but I did find it is interesting. Is it worth sticking with? I suppose. Yeah, okay. I, I, I felt really is. bad. The opening scene where the guy's talking about his mom, and, yeah. and then you hear from the couple that lost their hat. I mean, it's just it's heartbreaking. Yeah, and, the Madoff one is weird. Yeah. Because he, he had a legitimate business yeah. where he was doing well. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know why he began this one where he was. Greed. Ponzi scheme in his face off. Greed, greed, greed. Greed, Jerry. Which basically rules life. Yeah. I thought it was a great way he did it. He would send you out your statements. Yeah, made it look very real. Because he would just see, like, which uh, stocks went up, and then he act, he put in a statement that made it look like he bought the stock the day before. Mm-hmm. They're like, this guy is genius. Every time he buys a stock, it goes up. When he sells the stock, it goes down. Uh-huh. And then he would throw, like, if people ask questions, he'd just be like, oh, you want out? I, I You could, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, then stop asking questions. <laughs> That's right. He's smart. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah. And he he passed away, yes? Or is he still in jail? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I also thought it was interesting how matter-of-factly he was in the depositions. Once he was caught, he seemed very open and wasn't trying to hide anything. Because you've got to, you, yeah, you've also got to be, I think, when you're basically just ruining people's lives one by one, you've got to be so cold. I would think so cold-hearted to it. Yeah. I don't think you even have any feelings. Yeah, and they didn't really get, because there were so many people scammed and so much money, they did it, they only briefly mentioned the Mets situation. Like, it was it was a very... Well, that's a, because that's a minor part of what yeah, he did. it was a minor it's part. It's big in our world, you know, the sports world nonsense. Yes. But when you think about the enormity of what that was mm-hmm. that's a very small piece of it yeah so that's it so i, I will continue to watch it though. yeah i, I think will it's try interesting i will try i did see uh i know we have to take a break i did what? see uh, one fascinating interview i yeah. watched mila kunis with uh howard stern from 2016 what she was saying outstanding so open and uh, it was great i love open people she was she was like an open book she was tremendous and i feel like as people get older they get more open Right, and she's not even old. She's still how old is she? Would she 30s? be available for Milf Island, or she's not old enough? Uh well, she does have she does have kids, so yes, mm. technically yes. I will say that the youngest Milf on the show, I think, was forty three last night. Sounds young to me. Oh, I was going to say <laughs> ten years younger than me. And I'm sitting here going, "Look at these Milfs." How was the How old was the oldest one? Uh, Anybody in their late fifties? Yeah, mid fifties. Mid fifties. Yeah, which still looks very good, by the way. Yeah. Right, you're 53. Good point. <laughs> My bad. I just realized what I said. <laughs> and you're, who cares when your birthday is? You're what, 55, 56? 55. 55. With these numbers are getting big. Oh, yeah, Jerry. My God. Double digits. Don't care for it. Don't care for it. Do I have time for one more story? Or Eddie? No? no. We'll take what? a break, but you'll do that on the other side. Right. You held the best story for last. And then Boomer and Geo at six. Right now, Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence on Trevor Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. 
the superheroes of WFAN. Right, you, got a couple minutes. you got plenty of time for that last story. All so right, this Jay. better be good because I got people hanging on pins and needles right now. Oh, for it. It's a good one, Jerry. Flyers defenseman Ivan Provorov. You ever hear of him? Uh, I actually haven't. Me neither. But I have heard uh, him ref- refer- uh, referred to as Provy. Provy. Yeah. Uh, Provy refused to wear the team's LGBTQ plus Pride Night jerseys uh, during the pregame warm-ups yesterday, Jerry, saying he wanted to stay true to himself and his religion. Yes, just what John Tortorella said. He's a Russian Orthodox. That sounds like a very strict I religion. Even, I don't even know what that means. Russian okay. Orthodox? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it means either, but this is what I know. It's probably intense when you go to church. It might be. I don't know. That doesn't sound like a relaxed religion. Do you think that there, and there probably is? There's got to be a Russian Orthodox Church in New York City, right? Oh, yeah. I would think. Why don't you go? Jerry, I could barely get through a... I can't even get you to go to the Cowboys Niners this <laughs> Or a Catholic go Church, there. which just seems very relaxed these and days. probably down the block from your home. It was very nice. He said he respects everyone's choice. But uh, it just goes against his religion. They're putting all of the uh, pride-themed jerseys, and uh, they wrap the sticks into a rainbow mm-hmm. colors, Jerry. Uh, they're putting them all up for auction after the game. What I didn't under, what I didn't understand is what Tortorella gave a very good detailed answer. He did. Basically said the organization did a great thing tonight. We had a wonderful night. He was very um firm in his religion. Yeah. I respect that. Love what we did though. Yeah. To me he answered the question. I thought And then the second question from the reporter was, did you think about suspending him for the game? <laughs> Like, he just told you, like, he respects his feeling for his religion. He's not going to go there. That's what you believe in. Right. Fine. The organization, like, we did a great thing tonight. Let's right. focus on what we did. Yes. So, and it's not like, what you call him, Pro-V, Jerry? Pro-V. It's not like he came out and he was speaking against no. LGBTQ+. No, not at all. No. I, I guess by his actions of not going out there, yeah. I guess that your actions speak. But I mean, I, I like I said, I thought Tortorella gave a very good, detailed, well thought out yeah. answer, and then they you know, suspended him for the yeah. game. He's not letting him play. <laughs> yes, I'm glad uh, this wasn't a CeeLo day because he would have done a. He doesn't want to wear the ring. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD One, New York, always live on the free Odyssey app.